Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This episode of The Kindness Project was recorded live on Facebook during lockdown, which explains why we're probably still talking about being stuck indoors. I hope you're enjoying your time outside to the fullest, and thanks for listening to The Kindness Project. Speak on The Kindness Project, we talk about virtually New York, podcast cheating, and we're joined by Dina Gow. Good morning and welcome to the Kindness Project. I am joined by a girl who is wearing the funkiest t-shirt I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it's Charlotte great. Dames. And I'm joined by a man who has been playing Spider-Man recently. I completely oh, forgot what I was going to say. Spider-Man, is a, Spider-Man, the PlayStation 4 game, is amazing. I mean, like, I, I, I am a the gamer. The amount of times I've walked into your, your mum's bedroom and you're just sitting there playing it, I'm like... Yeah, yeah. Spider, Spider, you know what? You know what's amazing, right? About Spider Man as well. It's set in New York because Spider Man is from New York, and not having to travel, like not being able to travel during lockdown, it's the only opportunity I've got to like wander around Central Park. It's quite funny. Um, and I, uh, on the international theme, um, we are joined by a, an amazing lady direct from China. It's Dina. How are you? How are you guys? Really good, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Um, and we're hoping the connections, yeah, uh, we're hoping the connection works really, really, really well. Um, uh, we're going to move straight on though to the question of the podcast to give our live viewers an opportunity to yes. answer. Um, all five morning, of them. Morning, <laughs> all five of you. You know what my dad said to me yesterday? I spoke to I spoke to granddad yesterday. Yeah. And he said to me. Um, you know, I mean, we've had 20,000 views of the Kindness Project over the last couple of weeks. So people are clearly enjoying our nonsensical wafflings, um, including Dana. You've watched a couple of our live uh, videos as well, haven't you? Yes, yes, I have. It, it, it's really good. And I was like, I didn't know you guys are doing this. And uh, the one day I was just sitting around with my phone and I see a pop up and say, there's a watch party. Okay, that's great because I followed you guys. Yeah, well, and, um, well, you. I watched a few episodes. You guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you for keeping us us us, us connected and uh, entertained. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think entertain might be taking it too far, to be honest. But I'll take the compliment anyway. But we've had <laughs> twenty thousand views on our on our little videos over the over the past couple of weeks. But sometimes you just need somebody to like. You're like you're quite impressed. I was quite impressed by the fact that we had twenty thousand views. Um, my, my dad said, "Yeah, but only about ten or fifteen tune in live." I was like, "Cheers, mate! I'm trying to do something good here." Not even that. It's, it's not even that. Uh, today we've got four people watching. Well, we did um, five at one point. But if you're enjoying it and you're watching either live or after, if you're one of those twenty thousand views, um, we thank you and we really. We really, really appreciate it. Morning, Trev. Morning, dudes. Tre- morning, dudes. Trev's <laughs> Trev always tunes in. But let's get the um, question of the podcast out the way straight away. Yes. Which is, what are you binge watching at the minute? If you're in lockdown and you've got a bit more time on your hands, what shows are you really getting into? Dina, what, what are you watching Any uh, a lot more <laughs> TV or what are you binge watching? Anything? Oh. I'm sure you guys will laugh at me. I'm actually watching a show that was uh, uh, released 20 years ago, a Chinese show about a princess, a lost princess who was found uh, by an emperor and the whole bunch of funny story created by this princess. Okay. Um, it's kind of, 
really funny and silly. Okay, so, what's it called? I love watching old shows, so I'm I'm rewatching that. I'm on season two right now. So you're not alone because a lot of the a lot of the answers we've already had squashed in the podcast aren't brand new shows. They're people revisiting uh. stuff from their past. And weirdly, I introduced you to Gladiators the other day. Dana, have you ever heard of Gladiators? I don't think so. Yeah, you're probably better off not, to be honest. No. I mean, it's, it, it was it was a it was a it was a nineties. Well, now you now already know. I'm going to look. I'm going to look it up. You, YouTube it. Yeah, you have a, have a look at YouTube. They're they're all there. It's a cheesy British show where they pitted contestants against these. I don't know these bodybuilders and like fitness gladiators, gladiators like brand new gladiators. Okay. But but it, it was quite ch- cheesy actually. Morning to Amanda. Morning to Russ. Morning to um. Steve, um, morning to Lorraine, morning to Barry, thanks for tuning in, morning to Andy, and morning to Tamsin, uh, really appreciate you tuning in, um, and please answer today's question in the podcast, apart from watching The Kindness Project, which, to be frank, a lot of people are doing at the minute, what uh, what are you binge watching, Charlotte? Well, I started watching Marvel's Runaways, okay. I also started re-listening to... Uh, a podcast because I'm not that big of a watcher. Yeah, so what but, podcast? Uh, it's called be? King Falls AM and it's about this guy and he's from the big city. Uh, it doesn't specify which one, I don't think. <laughs> uh, from a random big city. Yeah, and he moves to this small town called King Falls uh, and it's like there's all these paranormal stuff going on and it's oh, like uh, there's, a, there's a lake monster and a ghosts that turn signs around sounds like Dana's show actually Dana what's your show called (laughs) what's the show you like called uh what the show I like yeah. now or, or yeah. period? Well, what? Give, give us a few of your favourites. They're che- they're really cheesy. I think you guys are going to really laugh at me, I'm, and then I'm going to ruin my image. I like this show called How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Like that one. <laughs> All right. Now you've yes. you found a you found a kindred spirit in Charlotte because oh. she likes that as well. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Uh-huh. And, uh, I love. Uh, Game of Thrones. I love that one. Oh, I, <laughs> and, I, I, now, uh, I love Game of Thrones. I love, and there's another one called The Modern Family. I also love oh, that one. I, I, I love that. anything, uh, any show that has babies or kids in there. That's my, that's my jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, Modern Family is good. Game of Thrones is good. Um, How I Met Your Mother is good. Morning to Greg. Morning to Greg. Justin. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in. We really, we really, we really, <laughs> Greg, Greg's watching twice. I don't even know how you do that. Um, but yeah, no, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And and again, um, let us know what your binge watch is at the minute, old or new. You know, don't be embarrassed that you might be re-watching a show from years ago. You know, I I, I might YouTube Bullseye when I when I get done uh, tonight. I remember there was a there was this time where every time I used to come home from school, I used to rewatch old episodes of Doctor Who. What? How old? How how far like, would you go back? Just coming out of black and white, kind of old. Right, okay, fair enough, that is old. Um, So, um, what I'm going to do before we start to talk to you and so you can tell us about the amazing work you're doing at the minute, Dana. I want to talk about uh, a friend of ours, Dave, Dave Forsdyke. Every single day he shares um, uh, his silver linings of the coronavirus. And today he mentioned, have you, Dina, have you heard about um, Captain Tom Moore, what he's done in the UK? No, I don't think I've 
heard about that. So, what is it about? So let, let me share this story. So a guy in the UK decided to to raise a thousand pounds for the oh, NHS. Oh yeah, that one. Okay, okay. The uh, retired uh, soldier who walked like 100 laps or something. Absolutely. Yeah. So he, he was 99 to celebrate his hundredth birthday. He, yeah, defined, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he decided to do a hundred laps of his garden. Now um, mm. he was a hundred last Thursday, and he got a thousand presents and a hundred thousand birthday cards. Now we on Sunday, Aww. we on Sunday we interviewed uh, Louise Baker from one of our favourite. Um, organisations postcards for kindness um, and mm. you know that just the, the meaning of just saying thank you um, and not only that he's been recognised with the Pride of Britain award and he's raised over £29 million now I've got a feeling that that'll be out of date already because every time yeah. we look he seems to be raising more and that's all going to NHS uh, charities so Tom Moore you're doing amazing work Um keep the good work up and I think he's pledged not to stop walking if yeah. people keep on donating now I mean I'm, I'm hoping he has a break for like to sleep and <laughs> have his breakfast have his, have his meals have his meals but he might, he might not he might not but we'll see um, but yeah so thank you uh, Dave for sharing that story and thank you Tom Moore for, for doing that amazing work but anyway I want to, I want to get on to chatting to you so um you are a previous guest. We've had you on on the audio version of the podcast before. Thank you for coming on. What time is it in, in your part of China at the moment? It's 4.30 p.m. 439 p.m. You know what? It's it's lucky we've both managed to pick reasonable times to have a conversation because I think when we originally tried right. to arrange the audio interview, every time we picked it was either in the middle of the night where you were or the middle of the night where we were, and we just couldn't make it work. <laughs> so we, now we know that 9:30 in the morning is 4:30 where you are. That's the time we're going to do the interviews in the future, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a perfect timing. Thank you for arranging this. No worries. And t- tell us about what's happening. I know, I know you spoke earlier about what's happening with the current situation in China with coronavirus. Help us understand a bit more about that. Yeah, I think um, it's uh, pretty much back to normal. Like I was t- telling you earlier, looking out of my window because I have a really busy road outside and uh, it's really busy right now. And um, we are, uh, all the restrictions are lifted up and we can go anywhere we want and do whatever we want. But uh, under the uh, under the uh, regulation that you have to wear a mask in public places and okay. you have to get your temperature check- checking when you enter malls and public spaces and you have to uh, show your QR code. We were assigned to a QR code, personalized QR code to prove that you didn't get near anyone who has confirmed uh, the virus and uh, you have not been in contact with anyone Mm. so we have to show that QR code to enter any like massage places hotels or uh, those those areas so other than that everything is back to normal and um, then we are we are are getting into one of the national holidays in a few days and I was actually planning some holiday trips with friends and uh, everywhere everywhere we go everywhere look the um, there the 
the booking were crazy. We're going crazy. Yeah. So I think that's the indication of things are pretty much back to like almost normal, but still we are a little bit afraid of the second wave. Yeah. So uh, the media and uh, the state state government is also announcing that um, and and promoting that don't go to crowded places too much and um, just avoid unnecessary gatherings and uh, some public uh, public space and some of I, I mean most of stuff are back to normal but some big gatherings parties and um, events are still not hosting and still not happening that's yeah. that's pretty much it but it's been it's so, been a bit of a gradual mm-hmm. thing right you know a bit of a sort of it, it's it, it's not going to get back to normal immediately I think um, no. I think that's interesting so um yeah, it's going to take a few more weeks or or, or some time, I think. Yeah. But I'm glad to see that like everything is still vibrant and the people are going to restaurants, bars, and stuff. So it's yeah. liberating to see after four months of uh, depressing time. Oh, well, I, it was... we, we 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 got this earlier than than much earlier than you guys. Yeah. Well, it, it's... and I'm sorry you're going through the same same thing. Well, you, you know what? Yeah, it's it's we we'll, we'll we'll get through it. But yeah. It's just reassuring to hear that there is light at the end of the of the of the lockdown tunnel so i'm i'm i'm, I'm glad to, to hear that's the case mm. we're not on to talk about the coronavirus because even though we mention it as a reality we're all about sharing the good news on this show mm. and we know that you do amazing work in terms of both your business and what you do um from a societal perspective so Jen, before we talk about that tell us a little bit about you oh yeah uh, my name is Dina, and uh, I, as you, you guys already know, I'm based in Chengdu, China, which is southwest of, uh, of China. And um, I run two businesses. One is called China Gravy, which is an online marketing consulting company uh, uh, introducing foreign companies to China through online digital marketing portal and, um, and um, consultancy. And the other one is what we are going to talk about today the most is Air Julep. Um, Air Julep is a platform to connect retired senior citizens with young students from uh, retired senior citizens from the West and uh, the students from the East to do culture and language ex- exchange. So that's something I'm working on, and I'm 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 spending most of my time working on. Amazing. Right so so help help us understand a little bit about your background because you you did, sure. did you used to be a journalist? Yes, I I used to be a DJ. I used to be a a, a radio host, okay. uh, hosting some healthcare pro- programs on the local local radio station. Um, I work as marketer to bring two international companies to China through the online digital media. That's why that's why I founded my pre, uh, my other company, the marketing consulting company. Um, so yeah, through the journalist and the marketing combination I was able to bridge the um, consumers and brand and companies to, uh, to to the public okay amazing stuff and I'd imagine there's a lot of Western firms looking to um, looking to expand in the east now right so so how's that business going yeah yeah the business is going really well because um, uh, 
one, we have been, uh, been been operating for seven years, and to our company, our guys are actually doing a great job. So we have lots of referral clients from our current clients. And third, the third one is uh, we did not get um, hit too much by this coronavirus crisis because uh, all of our team are working remotely even before the virus. So right. we are virtual office um, virtual office system. Um, so yeah, that that one is going really well. Good. Um, so tell us a little bit about Air Julep and the amazing work you do. Oh, thank you. That's too nice. Um, so Air Julep is, uh, is a new project I started to work from last year. The project is, um, to, like I said, is to is uh, to uh, aiming on providing companionship to retired senior citizens and also help the Asian English students to to improve their spoken English. So by doing this, um, because um, the reason behind this is, uh, first one, I always like to talk with old, 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 older older people. I think they're the wisest. It doesn't matter what they do. Uh, we can, I can always learn things from them, and I love to talk with my grand, grandparents. And second of all, when I was living in China, traveling abroad, I noticed that, that uh, senior citizens outside of China are traditionally not living with the children or grandchildren or the family, they mostly live alone. Yeah, and uh, that, dynamics also, that just caused yeah. the uh, some problem of isolation and isolation caused some depression and some other clinical pro- health problems. So that was the um, that was inspired by the by the early traveling I did to Europe and uh, the, uh, it's especially in the in the um, in, in the US. Um, so yeah, so uh, so I started to aim to aim on creating a platform to be able to help them. And at the beginning, I didn't know what to do. I just I just know I want to do something. And later, it's also inspired by my current uh, by the other company, the China Gravy one. As like uh, most of our clients are education, they're universities in the U.S., U.K., and they're recruiting students from China and from Asia. But lots of schools have the problem of um, the app. English level are too low right. to go to apply for the school. They're really good at writing and reading, but lots of them get uh, get passed, get get killed in the interview process because they cannot talk to the interviewer. Well, the they inter- don't know how to how to talk to them. I was trying to fix the problem with my with my my, my marketing my marketing consulting uh, clients, and then I realized, yeah, there's two group of people who both need help. One is senior; they need someone to talk to them. And other one is students. They need someone to talk to them also with a different purpose and different goal. But um, the yeah. bridge is the same. They just need to talk to themselves. That's why I uh, I came up with this idea of um, bridging these two group people together. And it's, a, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? That learning how to hear and write a, uh, uh, another language, when you get into right. the like colloquialisms of... of, Collo- of talk- like, like the, actually having a conversation with somebody is different to learning it formally, isn't it? And what you do is connect people exactly. so they can have actual conversations. Exactly, because um, language by the end of the day is just a tool to communicate. Yeah. If you cannot communicate, even though you can write and read really well, uh, the use of the tool is just not very, very efficient, right? Yeah. Um, so, so just to, just to, I, re- I don't know if you remember last time we spoke, I was, uh, Charlotte, just so you know, what I'm trying to do is share our own particular regional colloquialisms with China, right? 
So do you remember, Dana? We had, we had a. We, how do you pronounce it? Colloquialisms. How did I say it? Colloquialisms. We can't even agree at this table what the right pronunciation is. What chance <laughs> have we got teaching people in China? I mean, I, I don't know what's going on. But, but you know what? There's, there's two thoughts in my head, right? Number one, I think the English are quite lazy when it comes to language because we there's an yeah. expectation that we. I think personally, I need to get better at that. But also, number two. There's, when you think about it, there's so many colloquialisms. How'd you say it? Colloquialisms. Okay. Um, and for our for our part of the world where we're on the Essex East London borders, we've got Cockney rhyming slang. Now, did you do you remember us talking about that last time, Dina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I remember you were talking. You you, were te- you, you taught me one, but I forgot. <laughs> Right, do you want to do you want to pick one? Like, so this is a weird conversation for a Tuesday, isn't um, it? But do you want to? Got nothing to do with the Tuesday. This is a weird conversation <laughs> any time of the week, isn't it? Um, nah, go on. You pick one. Um, oh, let's start with an easy one. Apples and pears. What does that mean? Apple and pear. You told me the ex- this exact one, but I forgot. Um, apple pear stairs. Hey, well done. Great stuff. Is it right? Now, now it, it is. And if we've got any of our viewers are, who are from our particular part of the world, this will be an amazing opportunity to on the Facebook Live. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> this is weird. But this is incredible. Like, on the other Facebook Live on the, on, the, on the Facebook Live, share with us what we should uh, talk... What, what's your favourite unofficial question in the podcast? What's your favourite piece of Cockney rhyming slang? Keep it relatively clean. Um, uh, relatively. <laughs> relatively. <laughs> that we can share with Dina so we can have that conversation. So so yeah. if we could do that, that would be, that'd be great. Now... So, so the idea, um, the idea from Air Judith came from your conversations with your education-based clients. Help me understand how yes. it works practically. How does the platform work practically? Okay, um, it works. It's really easy. So basically, there are two parts of the users that we uh, we bridge. One is the seniors, and one is the students. Seniors-wise, um, we the platform is opening to the UK, US, Ireland, and Australia, four countries only. Okay. So what need, they need to do is they only need to go to our website, airjulep.com, to go to register their information as the phone number, their availability, the hobbies, and uh, the uh, preferred time to talk. So this is this whole process takes two minutes. So once these registration is done, their information are going to get sent into our app. Uh, which is used by the student side. So student-wise, now um, the smartphone app opens to users in Japan, China, and Korea. So they need to download the app and they need to sign up and um, then they can go through our profiles for the seniors who registered with, with the platform. And then once they choose the ones that are online, and um, have uh, the um, uh, interested that has has the topic that they would love to talk about. They can just make one click, and our app will indicate the call to the seniors on seniors' cell phone and landline. So no need seniors to learn about smartphone, computer, or tablet or anything. As long as they know how to use cell phone and landline to answer calls, they they will be able to use our platform. And all those informations were 
uh, completely protected with our system. Our system is using a Amer American telecommunication provider called Twilio, and um, they uh, store and protect all the information, and uh, we record all the conversation, and we have AI to uh, catch any inappropriate work and uh, to indicate any crime, fraud, or any kind of inappropriate conversation and notify yeah. us as a management team okay. if that happens, and then we will go back to the conversation, listen to the conversation and then take necessary necessary Action. uh, actions by either blogging the user or warn the user or even take legal actions if necessary yeah, so, so by doing this we, uh, we we're really just trying to protect them um, I mean for this uh, selfishly I, I, I'm more trying to protect seniors because seniors here are more vulnerable here and they're not uh, familiar with technology mm -hmm. so we want the call to be positive warm and and um, uh, there will be zero tolerance on any crime or any fraud or any any, any inappropriate speeches okay. while using our platform. So, so when you that's, when you ask, so so yeah. help me understand when you ask for um, people's interests. So, um, mm. is that so you can connect people who might be interested in similar sort of things and give me an example of how those interests sometimes match? Okay, sure. So basically, the seniors will have. Uh, between 15 to 20 so, uh, options to choose. They can choose uh, their hobby as reading, swimming, uh, some other ones I don't remember. So they can choose those hobbies. And the once they choose those hobbies, our students will see their chosen hobbies from their app. So from the app, the, the hobbies will show up on the app and the student will see, oh yeah, uh, this lady likes to read books. This lady likes to watch movie. Maybe uh, I like to read book. I like to read movie, to watch movies. So I would like to talk to her. So that's how it works. Yeah. And um, it's like really easy. You don't need to type in what you need to. What what are you? What your hobbies are? But you you can select our pre-inserted hobby, and uh, you can the senior wise seniors uh, can also write a few sentences to introduce themselves and to talk a little bit more about about themselves so all these um, public information uh, only those hobbies and um, the um, introduction about themselves are public the, the phone number and anything will not be uh, not be revealed on the app side so the app will only show the name age location and hobby and introduction so the students will just use those filter to choose which one they would like to yeah. talk yeah. with and then they will just call them and talk about the same thing it's, it's kind of like the icebreaker as well and and um and the guide the conversation and well, how, it, how, how to make sure the conversation goes smoothly without any like uh, uh like smoothly yeah well it's interesting because there's also a scheme in the uk that does uh, run by a, a big mm. charity in the uk called age uk and we've yeah. um, mm. we've had one of our guests a guy called jason um uh, he came on the podcast not as a representative of age uk but uh, just as somebody who's involved in the project and he got connected to a lady who um, who was, uh, I think Jason's similar age to me, so he's in his early 40s. The lady he speaks mm. to is up in Liverpool in her 80s, mm. and she loves the Beatles, and that's their connection. Oh, yeah. They always talk about the Beatles, and it's weird, because he's been that he started the project as a way to tackle loneliness and help people make sure they weren't alone. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. then, but then, funny enough, he said... 
that she's now my friend. You know, it's not, it's turned from a relationship which was I want to help to mm. we, we're just mates now. And I think that dynamic changes mm. over time as relationships are built, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens in our platform as well. I remember because um, I, I I selectively listen to our convers listen to the conversation recordings from our seniors and and our students. I remember one call. Girl was done like what uh, was a twenty minutes call and. Uh, Half of the time they're talking about yoga, about yeah. like what kind of yoga do they do and what kind of pose. I even go as detailed as pose, like which pose they were they 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 they, they love particularly. That was really really interesting and uh, makes me smile every time when I listen to those recordings. Just just so just so we can learn as well because we want to learn a, a bit about um a bit <laughs> about China. How do you translate downward dog into Mandarin? Dog. Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> um, right, okay. Is it where your no. your particular part of China is Mandarin more prevalent? We have our local dialogue, but um, we do speak Mandarin. So Mandarin is a national language we have to speak when whenever we go anywhere. But uh, locally, we speak the local dialogue, which is a little bit different than the Mandarin pronunciation. Fifty percent. Um, I think people from Beijing and from other part of China, if they if they don't know the dialogue, they will understand between fifty to no, that's too low. Seventy percent of of our our dialogue. And how do you manage? that on the platform because clearly you've got um, a, a, your students across China and therefore may have different dialects is is Mandarin the standard and then and then that's translated how, how does it work mm, we um, in our in our side of managing students Mandarin is the go-to language there, right. there's, there's no there's not like our work language is Mandarin but locally if I go out to buy fruits or go to some restaurants and stuff I will speak local dialogue because I know they're the local from here but um, yeah. uh, our, our, our students are from all over China and some of them from Japan Korea and stuff so for, um, uh, for our training sessions and Mandarin for our is... communication sessions we use English and Chinese Mandarin and never dialogue well dialogue for, for in this setting is just for fun okay fair enough and just help me understand, have you got a version have you got a version of rhyming slang? Have you ever heard of rhyming slang in a Chinese local language? Does is is that a thing? Yes. Is it? Uh... Do, yeah, you, do you mean tongue twister? Sort of, but like rhyming, like using words to rhyme to get to a, a different meaning. Does that like sort of, is that a thing? Yes, yes, it is a thing. It is a thing. Um, I can remember one, but I remember, I, I, I can, I can tell you a, a tongue twister, which is really close to what you're saying, rhyme and slime, which like for, uh, will be no problem for people from other regions, like in Beijing or other other regions. But it's a huge problem for our, for for people from my region. Okay, because um, the pronunciation is really different. Okay, I'm, I'm right. Share it with us. See if we can do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't even know if I do. I can do this. Um, okay, get ready. Not even gonna try. I mean, genuinely, that was amazing. That 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 was amazing. You know, I can't even do a Spanish. 
<laughs> yeah, you know the, the you know the tongue on the teeth Spanish pronunciation. I can't even do that. So Dina, I'm not even going to attempt. I that. can't even speak English but, properly. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to I'm still trying to learn English. Come and give me a chance. Charlotte's got a question. Oh yeah. So, uh, what story that you've experienced on the platform? best reflects what the platform is aiming to do is story have been have, have i got into of the platform so what story best describes the work you do i think um the stories um is is when i get lots of support messages from my uh my friends and um my uh acquaintance so uh, once uh, uh like so let me let me reframe so the story is that I get lots of support from my friends and family and everybody I know. Because ever since I started this project, when uh, when we start to promote this one, people have been really, really, really supportive. And I get like constant reminder of uh, this is a really meaningful, meaningful project. Let, let us know what I can, what we can do to help. Um, like I hope things are going well with you. Uh, you're doing an amazing thing. And even sometimes uh, I was telling t- telling you er- earlier. T- telling you guys earlier that I'm still going to school yeah. so like sometimes when the schoolwork gets a little bit overwhelming my 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 team my study my study group will even say hey uh, if you need if you need some more time to work on your stuff just uh, just take the take the work to us give the work to us you will do the you will do your do your thing to 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 take care of people so I was like really touched that that really better best yeah. describe what I do it's it- really heartwarming and I feel really supportive and um like I, I just get so much love from love from everyone. Yeah, it re- it restores your faith in humanity a bit, doesn't it? When people, are, you know, you just yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not just the job anymore. It's just it's it's more something like people feel like um, people. Uh, Acknowledge your effort. Acknowledge your 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 um, your effort on, on on this, and they try to offer as much support as they can. Yeah, Charlotte's got another question. Um, how has this work been changed by the coronavirus, and how are you dealing with it? We actually have uh, we actually launched a new campaign. Um, so the new campaign is called Support from Afar. So we actually pivot this one into a free non-profit uh, the, uh, project. So basically what we do is we launch a new campaign to uh, select a, uh, select a group of volunteers from China, Japan, and Korea. We interview them and make sure the English skill is really, really good. Don't need to practice English to be, to be, to be able to talk to anyone. And they're positive and they have time and they're devoted on volunteering work. So we selected this group of people and um, we promoted this this new campaign to trying to give the isolated seniors caring call. So that's a that's an ongoing campaign we're doing. Other than just the regular the the regular AirDrope connection, the, the the platform. So it's a free nonprofit campaign we're running. And again, that um, that that has been a biggest pivot from uh, our side to cope with the coronavirus. Because I, I feel like we have this platform to be able to do this to connect uh, the seniors and, and students easily. Why not use it to just serve the current crisis and yeah. be, be be somewhat useful? Yeah. Um, just a and quick, again, yes, please. Just a quick question. Um, so you're mm. studying for your MBA. You've got two businesses mm. to run. Where do you find the yes. time? Oh, I, I well, 
saying that if you do what what you love, you do you you don't really feel like you're working. So I'm like working even when I'm sleeping. So I, yeah. I have I have like so much time. Okay. Too much time. Okay. Fair enough. And what is the uh, what's the aspiration? What's the future look like for Air Juliet? I'm very positive about this project. I think this is uh, for now the region of the uh, availability for this for this platform is uh, quite limited. We only open to seven countries, but in the future we are going to open to more countries and and also uh, also maybe in different languages and and also we are trying to because right now what 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 happens the the scope is that seniors will forever use the platform for free and um, but students will need to pay a little bit fee like really really small fee between twenty to one hundred dollars per month to subscribe our service uh, our our platform on our app so they can use the calling system building calling system yeah. um so in the in the future what we are trying to do is to expand to different re to 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 different regions and um and languages and the other one is um enroll some um uh, some some financial compensation to seniors if they for those who are in need so for instance if seniors are um, if, they, if they want if they are in financial need they can sign up to our uh, pro, pro program to get a little bit more uh, training I'm, i don't want to say training but more like a a structural language body system so they will sign up to be the the language body and they will be enrolled into the payroll so basically uh, the students while still doing the same thing use our platform and the seniors becoming a more mindful language body and then once they complete the time they will be able to get paid yes. so that's the future yeah. so um and and also in the future we are going to open this platform to disabled people so um disabled people will be able to use our you to enroll the language body training program so they will be also engaging with some financial gains as well if yeah. needed. I, I like the idea of that i mean i i'm i'm currently writing the book uh the kindness project based on the stuff we're doing we're doing on the podcast and what we've been lucky enough to do on the um on the uh on the podcast is interview loads of business people with a social conscience so do well do good and actually i think business through employment and through entrepreneurship has a massive chance to actually give back to the community right so that that commercial sure. arrangement but also being able to employ people who benefit from the companion companionship but are also being paid mm. to teach is a really really mm. interesting concept i love it mm. charlotte you had another question yes. so where can people find out more about you and this project okay uh, well people can find me on linkedin and facebook if if uh i will i will oh, should i uh type it later so uh, you can type in dina gao d-a-n-a-g-a-o uh, to find me and also visit our website airjulep.com air is um air up to there julep is uh, j-u-l-e-p i'm surprised you guys haven't asked me why i why we choose this name yet because this is not an easy name uh Shall I do what I ask? Should we ask? <laughs> should we? I, you know what? Uh, the thing is, I, I don't know whether we should. No, we will. Um, why? Why? <laughs> I think we asked last time, didn't we? Why? Um, why? Why, Julie? Um. So 
Do you know there's a cocktail? There's an old school cocktail called mint julep. I've not heard of it. Um, I'm looking at the yeah. research department right now. My wife's heard of it. Charlotte, have you ever had a mint julep? Is that like cocktails? No, she's not keen on cocktails. So what's in a what's okay. in a what's in a mint julep? What what's in the co- cocktail? There's mint soda and um, it's, it's I don't remember anymore, but um, it's a really really old school cocktail from the 1920s or 1930s. Right, you know, even 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 older. But, you, um, you know what's so interesting? I don't, I'll, I'll look it up uh, to the, for the ingredients, but it looks really beautiful and refreshing, by the way. There's mint leaves and stuff. So basically the name is we're trying to get into this old classy uh, like stuff to name our project. Yeah. And then when, when, when we find mint julep i and my my business partner all we're like not party party people but we like those old classy things so okay. so we find yeah let's let's use this one and julep in chinese also means like a place to where uh the place where gathers all the joy okay so it's like club so like club kind of concept but not like those club club yeah. just like uh, the joy club yeah <laughs> okay so yeah so that's why we we got this name air julep and uh we want this place to be a joyful place uh, a joyful club people. and uh, yeah enjoy enjoy the enjoy the joy over the air amazing up, like, love it up to there love yeah. it you know what you know what was interesting one of the one of the questions we asked on a uh carnage project a couple of weeks ago was um uh, where's where's where what are you add into your travel list while you're in lockdown mm. so i know i certainly know that my list is gr- the places that I've, I'm, I'm now going to go after lockdown it's growing and growing <laughs> it's going to take me 10 years to to get through that list but somebody <laughs> mentioned one that i needed to add to my list um uh, uh, which was um, Singapore. I've never been to Singapore. Uh, I've been sort of over that part of the world. We've been to Japan and we've we've been to, to other places. I've never been to China, so I need to come and visit you, really, Dana, don't I? That's yeah, that, that's what to. I need to you do. You need to. And when you come to China, don't just go to Beijing and Shanghai. You need to come to Chengdu. Chengdu is the, really the place to be. I keep telling people, and like we have the best food, best weather. No, the weather, best food, and uh, I mean the food is the, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. the best one. So, and, so, uh, so yeah, you need to come here. I'll so, show you around. Amazing. So your pitch, though, can I just talk about this? We have the your, best food. Your pitch best food. is best food. <laughs> weather's alright. That that's it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Food is life. Food is life. Best food. So so weather. I went to live. I went to live in Thailand for a year just because I I love the food over there. So yeah. Yeah, and and actually, the bit of, the bit I remember most about our J- J- uh, Japan trip last year was um, was the food. I mean, just e- like exactly. incredible, incredible food. Um, but yeah, no, no, yeah. it's good. Um, so yeah, we'll um, we'll certainly share um, uh, all your links, all your social connections on the show notes. Russ, if you're watching, can you can you make sure you get that organised for Dina? Thanks come to join us but what Thank i'd like to do be, before you go um and 
just in case you had a bit of spare time on your hands, let's just share with you some of the answers to the podcast. We uh, answers to the question the podcast we've had about what people are binge watching at the minute, and we'll see whether you've uh, seen these shows. Um, uh, so um, the first one um, we've had no, is uh, Justin's told us uh, my connection's really slow at the minute. Oh no, hold on. Um, so the favourite binge watch so we've had uh, the Line of Duty box set for a second time Line of Duty is a UK cop show and it is one of the best cop shows on telly um, uh, amazing stuff I wouldn't pass it up for Brooklyn Nine-Nine but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is amazing have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine Dina? I've heard about it but I didn't watch it yeah, it's it's very, very good, very good. So Steve yeah. Dan, Steve Dan has gone old school, and it's an old seventies, early eighties cop show in the UK called okay. the called the Sweeney. Have you ever seen the Sweeney? No. Proper old school, but really good. Don Kirk has okay. said Ashes to Ashes. Now that's a good show. Um, mm. Judy Ditchin said she's loving My Kitchen Rules Australia. Yes. First five se- seasons she's done, averaging mm. 46 episodes per yep, season. Yeah, there's a lot of episodes. But how long does it take you to get through 46 episodes? Are they like an hour long? Are they, they're about an hour long? I can't remember. I used to just watch them all in a row. Right, okay. But that is like, that's half your life right there. Do you know what I mean? Five seasons of 46 episodes. I don't know where you're finding the time, Judith, but all good. Katie Brigoli said uh, Prison Break. She's enjoying Prison Break at the minute. Marco Halloran's enjoying Bosch. John Cook's enjoying season two of Afterlife, and I am loving that at the minute. Um, uh, Ricky Gervais has got a new show out, Dina, called Afterlife on Netflix. And it is, it's both cringe-makingly funny, which is what Ricky Gervais does, but also very, very sad. And and to be honest, it doesn't take me much now to cry. Um, uh, Have you, uh, uh, do you like Pixar films? Have you seen, have you seen any of the Pixar films, Dana? Pixar? Pixar, you know, like uh, Wally. And the oh, Toy Story. Oh, yes, yes, Pixar. I saw, like, why are you talking about movies? Why are you talking about pizza? Well, I, I, I thought <laughs> yes, I'd... Yes, I have. I thought I'd just carry on the food theme. Um, uh, but <laughs> but what... what There's... there's Interestingly, it's not the best Pixar film. Why are you rolling your eyes? You know what I'm going to say, don't you? <laughs> but the first ten minutes of art always makes me cry Aww. It's, honestly that's, it's just that's cute. Uh, but yeah it, it, it's brilliant so um, uh, before Charlotte's eyes roll out of her head I'm going to carry on uh, Kelly Crouchman said Ozark she's enjoying Sarah Lou says she's liking Unorthodox and Afterlife uh, Tracy said she's liking Afterlife as well Another vote for Afterlife by Tamsin. Uh, Caroline Thompson uh, said Power, Ozark, and Say Yes to the Dress. Um, and David Dennison, uh, we've done that, said Line of Duty. Um, so they are what our audience is watching at the minute as a binge watch. Have you, um, Dina, have you seen any of those shows? Or what do you think about those choices? I some of them I have to say some of them are uh, on, on my favourite list 
Amazing, great stuff. Um, before we go, we've started a new tradition, as you know, Dina, on the Kindness Project live shows, that we always end with a joke. So be prepared. Stall for two minutes. Okay. Be be okay. Now, now, what we should do, and we're going to start this with Dina, is ask our guest, before you do your joke, yeah. ask our guest to share their best joke. So, Dina, what's the best joke you know? Um... The best joke. Um, oh, okay. Some um, Judy loves to laugh very, very much. And one day she heard a joke and she died. Why? Don't know. <laughs> okay, ready? Go ahead. Because she was laughing so hard and she ate him. She, she, she ate herself. <laughs> I genuinely don't know whether I've lost that in translation or that's so. Charlotte loves it. Charlotte clearly, clearly loves it. I'm just, I'm just confused. Um, but, 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 and, and clear, clearly it's made Dina chuckle. Right, now you've got to compete with that. This is battle with the jokes now. Give me your joke. No, mine's going to be terrible. Go on then. As always. Go on then. Uh, I'll find them now. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, so I've said this one to me the other day. Go on then. What is the colour of the wind? I don't know. Uh, what is... What's the colour of the wind? Green? Blue. <laughs> Blue. Yeah, that's... Yeah, no, Dina, that's that, that That face of just confusion <laughs> is the right is the right response on that note I make them worse every time have a lovely day um, we'll see you tomorrow um, we've got um, an amazing I can't even remember who's on tomorrow but I know we've got an amazing guest we'll see you then have a lovely Tuesday and we'll speak to you soon thank you so much for coming on Dina thank you so much for having me you guys have a good day there and take care cheers thank bye you. bye bye